Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope your day is treating you well. I am working from the porch this morning and it is the loveliest thing. I think I realized that the best months here are September and May. It's because you kind of have a foot in two seasons, right? Like September is a little bit like summer and fall and May is a little bit like spring and summer. You're like kind of, we're like kind of touching on both. And it's such a good time to be outside in North Carolina. The weather is perfection. And I'm trying my best this season to embrace it every single day. To like be outside or have the windows open, breathing the fresh air every single day. Because I know winter is coming and I am not ready. I'm never ready. <laughs> so I am just like, yes, give me as much fresh air as possible. Because there's there's really like those two windows because all of summer it's too hot and muggy to have the windows open and then all winter it's too cold and so you get spring and you get fall to have as much fresh air as you want and I am trying really hard to really embrace it. Now I am so excited because it's Q&A day. Every Wednesday I answer a question that has been called or texted into the podcast phone line and as a reminder for you if you want to ask questions you can send them into 828 338-9127. Again, I answer them every single Wednesday. And this was actually emailed in. I'm going to read you the email they sent. Hello, I have followed you and your work for a long time and really appreciate your approach. Thank you for your kindness and support for all of us who are on a journey to greater self-discovery. It's truly refreshing and you bring a calm presence to my days through your podcast. Thank you so much. I have worked on Enneagram typing many times over the years through various books, therapy, and most recently really digging into your work and your path to helping others to discover their true fears and motivations. I recently listened to your workshop and I'm pretty positive that I'm either a two or a six, though I find myself identifying with certain aspects of each, even when reading through the descriptions and trying to place them side by side. I plan to go through it again, but wondering if you have any other tips for determining my type. If being a two and six simultaneously were a thing, I think I'd be clear. So first of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, for taking time to send in a question, and for your kind words. They mean so much to me. You have no idea. Also, if you're wondering what she's referencing in terms of a workshop, those at home, I have a free self-typing workshop on my website. And so if you are someone who's like between a couple of types, it may be worth checking out. It can help you go a little bit deeper. But let's talk through types six and two. So first, I like to start with the similarities. Why are these types ones that you could confuse with each other? So first, they're both relational, right? Sixes are very relational, more toward their family or close friends, people that they have built trust with. They like to hold those people close. 
at the same time, they're very fun and engaging and good at a party. Type twos more so, they throw that relational net a lot wider and they tend to give more even to the people they know less than the people that they're closest to because they're conscious of who they want to impress. Both types are communal, a strong sense of belonging and relation and wanting people close for different reasons, but they both are communal. They both tend to be warm and friendly. I love my six friends. I know I can introduce to anybody and they're gonna have a great conversation. They're gonna have a good time. Similarly with my two friends, they're gonna make other people comfortable. They're gonna have a conversation that kind of flows more naturally. They are warm and inviting. And they both are pretty helpful, right? They're, they tend to fill in gaps that need to be filled. They offer support. They feel obligated to the people in their lives. They both fear letting other people down. Now the major differences here, one is in emotionality. So uh, twos tend to be highly emotional, highly emotionally expressive. Sixes tend to struggle a little more with emotional expression. They are a head type. They tend to be a little bit more anxious about their feelings, maybe think through their feelings more or experience their feelings through their head more. They also may be apprehensive about people who are overly emotional. Um, they may not trust someone who's trying to connect with them on a deep emotional level a little too soon, right? That can cause a little distrust or a little like, why are you trying to bond with me like this? Whereas twos, they seek that deep emotional connection with others. They want to find that emotional connecting place. The second difference here is in trust in the beginning of a relationship. I kind of touched on this a little bit, but sixes tend to test people in the beginning to see, can I trust you enough to be loyal to you? Are you going to be safe? Are you going to be secure? Do your words line up with your actions? Twos, they tend to flatter everyone and throw themselves out there, not, you know, throw themselves at everyone, but throw the net wide of like, who can I throw love at and what will I catch? They're a little less particular about who they pursue or who they allow into their life, right? Because twos kind of go into a room going, will you like me? And sixes often go into a room and go, who here can I trust that I will I can form an alliance with, right? The other thing here is merging with other people. So twos tend to be much more inclined to merge. They also tend to, they merge like more one-on-one -on -one or they want you to like them. So they might kind of tell you they like something that you like or flatter you in a certain way. Sixes are a little bit more ambivalent in relationship. They can be a little bit more back and forth, a little hot and cold. They merge typically with a group so they can be like an ideology or a group think, but not so much like trying to impress an individual person. The other major difference here is in self-trust. Sixes really struggle to trust themselves. They tend to seek out an authority, someone to validate their intuition, to say, yes, your instincts are correct. You will not make the wrong choice because sixes tend to be preoccupied with trying to prevent a negative outcome. And so, they fear often if they make the wrong choice, will that create that negative outcome? Twos, however, have a pretty strong sense of self-trust. They believe, if anything, that they know the best way for themselves and for others. And they trust themselves to a degree that can have them kind of pushing themselves into other people's 
experiences, sharing their opinions, even when those opinions haven't been requested, right? So sixes kind of come from a questioning stance. What should I do? Is this correct? Am I on the right path? Twos tend to come from a knowing stance of this is where we should be going. This is what you need. I know exactly what's right for you. If you would listen to me, then you would take my advice, then everything will work out for you. Twos want to be needed. So twos fear that if they're not needed, then the relationship will end. And so because of that, they tend to prioritize making themselves indispensable to the lives of others. Sixes fear being dependent on others, but they also kind of end up doing that, right? Because if you lack self-trust, you may find yourself accidentally becoming dependent on someone who has a strong sense of self-trust. So that two-six combo, if you're putting those two people together, you're gonna have the two kind of taking on the authority role, while the six is gonna take on the more dependent stance. Sixes don't necessarily like to be in the dependent stance or like to have someone in the dependent stance on them, but they may find themselves there. And then finally, anxiety isn't limited to six. You know, I think when we talk about like depression, anxiety, like actual mental health things, that's universal. That's available to all of us, right? Like we are all capable of it. But six is who we associate most with fear. So this looks different based on your subtype of six. You find different ways to cope with it, right? The self-preservation six is the most overtly fearful, most concerned with negative things happening in the future, uh, worst case scenario thinking. But then we have the social six, which they use their ideology to prevent that fear, right? If I have something bigger than myself, some sort of right and wrong, I don't have to trust myself. I don't have to work through my fear because I have these like black and white, right and wrong answers. And then we have the sexual six, which when they go, I'm afraid, they go, let me run toward that. Let's like face the fear and challenge it. And so it almost can become, they might not be aware that fear is actually what's driving that behavior, but at the end of the day, like it is 100% like fear is driving them. Twos, that's not so much the case, right? The self-preservation too can be rather anxious, rather fearful, a little bit less trusting. We'll get more into that in a second. But our social twos, they tend to take on like strong leadership roles our sexual twos, they tend to have like a lot of one-to-one uh, -one confidence, right? So when we think about anxiety or fear, we're more so like that's spread very wide for our sixes in, in a lot of directions. Whereas for our twos, it's mostly surrounding relationship. Is this relationship secure? Am I secure in this relationship? Am I wanted, needed, loved, liked in this relationship? Am I being perceived the way I would like to be perceived in this relationship? The other thing here is just that twos are much more image conscious, right? They're in that image triad, two, three, four, where they're aware of how they would like to be perceived by others and they present that to you. So twos like to be perceived as likable, as supportive, as helpful, as kind, and if any, if you're perceiving them differently than that, that can be really scary for them or unsettling. Whereas sixes are less image conscious. They're much more focused on what needs to be done. They're much more practical and grounded, driven more by fear. The other thing that can be really helpful when we're looking at a mistype is subtype. So the thing that is like our instinctual drivers. So if you don't know, subtypes are 
the three instinctual variants. It's what we've learned to do sur to survive, right? We have one-to-one -one or sexual, right? That's one-to-one -one intense connection. Social, which is where am I in the social hierarchy? And then self-preservation, which is like getting your physical needs met, preventing, keeping your physical comfort and safety okay, right? So that being said, when we look at each of these types, looking at the subtypes can give us information as to why you may feel like a combination of two things. So the self-preservation two can look like a self-preservation six and that they are fearful, they are ambivalent in relationships, but in the six, the emphasis is more on generalized fear, while the two sphere mainly manifests in relationships. Self-preservation twos are what we call like the cute twos. So they tend to get their needs met, not by doing for others as much as being cute and lovable themselves. So they think if I am not consciously, unconsciously, it's like they present almost a childlike energy that allows them to get their needs met because we as people kind of naturally are drawn and, and want to care for children. So if we find, see, meet someone with kind of a childlike energy, we feel this need to kind of take care of them. So that's the self-preservation two energy. Again, it can look a bit like a six because they have a push-pull dynamic in relationships. They also do tend to have a little bit of anxiety. They're not as quick to trust as the other types of twos may be. However, at the end of the day, they're driven by the desire to be liked, loved. They're concerned about how they're being perceived and their fears are mainly kind of centering around relationship. Then we have the self-preservation six, which can look like two. So in the way that they can look like two is that they are warm and friendly and they put a lot of energy and attention into the development of relationships with others. Similar to twos, these sixes tend to lead with affection. They tend to be really accommodating to others and this helps them to create connections with people. However, the motivation for doing this is for their own safety and security. They're kind of forming alliances to keep them safe, not as much to gain approval or hear compliments or be perceived in a positive light in a way that would support their pride, right? The sense of like, I am loving, I am helpful, I'm good. It's more so from a place of I'm going to be okay. I have this community around me, I have these people around me who are keeping me safe. At the end of the day though, with the subtypes, it's important to consider the motivation. So if you're determining between am I a self-preservation two or a self-preservation six, are you motivated primarily by being perceived as someone who's lovable, likable, and supportive and helpful? Or are you mainly driven by your need for safety, security, and support? And to kind of wrap us up here a little bit, I think my easy way to summarize this is that sixes are primarily focused on being supported and are ambivalent in relationships, which is twos are preoccupied by relationships, right? And then twos are primarily focused on being seen as loving and lovable and are driven by relationships. So which one are you? Take a time to think about it. Let me know if this helps you to kind of solidify your type. I will also say that sixes tend to be harder to type than twos in general. However, if you hear all of this and you're like, okay, I'm totally a two. I relate to the self-preservation two description even. Great. You're probably a two. Uh, don't use this next thing I'm going to say as an overwrite to all the information we just did. 
but I will say sixes tend to have a harder time typing just because they have kind of a back and forth thought process. I call it like the ping pong in their mind, which is like, yes, and no, but always holding context for two things at once. People talk about how nines are the hardest to type a lot. And this is because nines can see themselves in all the types. And I say the same as for six, except sixes are kind of more of a rapid back and forth. Whereas nines are kind of like, uh, I could be that. I could also be that. I relate to this. I relate to that. Sixes are like, I agree with this, but also I'm this way. And I can see it this way, but also this way because they kind of play devil's advocate within themselves. So I've just noticed that a lot in my own experience with people. Hopefully this is supportive. Again, if you all have questions that you want to text or call in, you can call them in or text them in to 828-338-9127. And as always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I'll see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.